0: This morning on the third hour of today, it's lit. We're going to take you behind the scenes of our night at the Rockefeller Center tree lighting. Then former SNL co-stars Anna Gasteyer and Rachel Dratch live talking about their hilarious holiday spoof and some standout gift ideas that are truly one of a kind. The third hour of today starts right now. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Al, along with Craig and Chanel, here on this Thursday, December 2nd, Friday evening. Friday evening, Yeah. How
1: are you guys this morning? You had a long night. I'm, I'm tired. tired. You're sleep. tired. <laughs> I'm
0: we am not going <laughs> to lie. Not
1: going to lie. We all looked at each other and we're like... Oh.
0: But you know, wouldn't wouldn't give it up for? Wouldn't trade it up, for the world? Was so much. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're gonna help you knock out your holiday shopping. We've got some of the hottest items for the kitchen, including the pan that has been all over Instagram. I did not know there was a pan that was all over Instagram. Oh, Is that a yeah. pan? Maybe That's it's 30? an Insta pan. Yeah. Uh, and there's some great personalized presents as well, including wine glasses that are worthy of a toast. Okay. okay. All right.
2: All right. Uh, we just mentioned it. Let's yeah. talk a little bit more about it. The big night here, Rockefeller Center, the Christmas tree lighting. That's seventy nine. 9-foot beauty of a Norway spruce outside our window, now lit for the season. (laughs) 50,000 lights, a Swarovski crystal there on top. Always a special night, but, but last night it seemed to be a bit more magical because there were so many people yeah, there. Sure. Can you people. put that
1: into context? I think people think, okay, New York City, it's always crowded. But give people some perspective. Take well, us behind the scenes. Well,
2: last year, of
0: course, we right. did the lighting and there was almost nobody there. Right. Right. And so this year, people were, had to get into the, the area. They had to be vaccinated, show their vaccination cards. And and it was just everybody, I think, was ready to celebrate. Yeah. And the crowd was all jazzed up. It was fantastic. Mr. Melvin wearing that velvet uh, suit very lovely. He, and then he went on, did a couple of. Did night, you do a, snout a couple that changes? Of, he
2: did a couple of numbers at uh, at, a, at a at a little lounge oh, on the God. Lower East Side. <laughs> you know, the Christmas tree lighting is the probably the only time you can wear a velvet a velvet sport coat. I'm
1: trying yeah. to think. Can you think of any other time, Craig? Oh, Christmas bust Eve, out that a New Year's party.
2: Eve, a holiday
0: party. That, yeah. But uh, otherwise, but you looked fantastic, Thank and you. everybody was was just. Ex- out. The weather was it. perfect, too. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't so. too
1: cold. Well, as electric as it was for you guys, for people watching at home, it was just as magical. I mean, people all over the country look forward to that moment. Did you what? So I watched it for a second. Then I had another event later last night. Oh. So I, it just, it's been a busy holiday season. Yes, it yeah. is
2: the season. As we get into the heart of the holiday season, though health experts are really, of course, closely watching this new Omicron COVID variant. On Wednesday, we learned of the first confirmed case here in the United States. And we're hearing from another COVID patient mm. who has the variant. NBC's Tom Costello has been following this story for us. He is live outside the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland. So, Tom, let's start here. I mean, what what do we know about this first case here in the United States?
3: It's in San Francisco. It is a a, a person who traveled from South Africa on November 22nd to San Francisco. Once he got there, he started feeling not well. He tested and in fact, he was positive for the Omicron variant of COVID-19. However, his symptoms right now, according to Dr. Fauci and according to the San Francisco Health Director, his symptoms are mild. He is self-quarantining. And so far, the people he is around, Presumably, family and friends, they've tested negative. And I would say that most people so far, anecdotally, the reports we're getting from various doctors around the world, most people who have contracted this variant of COVID, the symptoms so far seem to be mild, but the variant is spreading very, very quickly. We also talked uh, to a gentleman, a doctor actually, in Israel. Uh, he's a cardiologist, and he has come down with the Omicron variant. He describes the symptoms as muscle aches and pains and, uh, pardon me, a a fever, a headache. Uh, He thinks he contracted this while at a medical conference in London. He says that masks were encouraged, but not required. And there was a big room of people attending this medical conference, 1200 people or so. And he said maybe half the room was wearing masks. And so he came back to Israel and he came down with Omicron. However, he is a double vaccinated. He's boosted. He thinks that that is mitigating his symptoms, but he is quarantining at home. But again, guys, I, you know, we're, we're watching these cases very closely because we simply don't yet know exactly how serious the Omicron variant can become.
0: The president is expected to speak today about new restrictions to combat Omicron. And you've learned, speaking of masks, the transportation mask mandate is going to be extended. What else are you hearing?
3: Well that's right. So that means that if you get on a plane, you know, right now you've got to wear a mask in the airport, on the plane, in a bus, in a train. Those were going to expire that requirement was going to expire in January now being extended until mid-March at this point and it's because Omicron is becoming this new variant that people are worried about. In addition to that, if you are flying into the United States from a foreign airport, you must test negative for COVID within 24 hours of departure. Mm. Now, up until now, it has been a 72-hour departure window, right? You had to get tested three days before you actually got to the airport. Now it's 24 hours, uh, and as you know, the United States is also banning non-Americans to travel come, from traveling into the United States from several uh, countries uh, in Southern Africa. So it is a coordinated effort. GOD, As you know, the World Health Organization has really kind of come out and blasted that decision by the administration, saying that the the, the virus doesn't you know d- determine who to attack. BASED ON PASSPORTS, SO IF YOU if you BLOCK SOME PEOPLE, THAT DOESN'T MEAN OTHER PEOPLE WON'T GET IT. TRUE, BUT DR. FAUCI SAYS WE ARE TRYING TO BUY TIME. Yeah. IF WE CAN NARROW THE yeah. NUMBER OF PEOPLE COMING INTO THE UNITED STATES, WE GIVE THE CDC TIME TO WORK ON A SOLUTION. Tom Costello, outside yeah. NIH FORCE. Tom, thanks as always, buddy. Thank you.
1: All right, now to another big story okay. this morning. Alec Baldwin speaking out for the first time since the fatal shooting on the set of his movie Rust, as police released new information about how live bullets may have made it to the set. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer is in Los Angeles with more. Miguel, good morning.
4: Hi, guys. Good morning. In his first sit down interview since the tragedy, Baldwin is emotional in recounting his side of what happened on the set that day. This morning, a new twist in the fatal shooting on the set of Rust. Alec Baldwin
5: speaking out to ABC News. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger.
0: So you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no,
5: no. I I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never.
4: Posted clips of the interview do not include the actor's explanation for how the gun went off, but the revelation contradicts witness statements and what Baldwin himself told responding officers. Investigators say he was in costume, practicing a cross draw when the deadly shot was fired. The interview comes as authorities release new details about how live rounds may have made it onto set. According to a newly released search warrant, Thel Reed, a noted Hollywood weapons expert and father of Rust armor Hannah Gutierrez Reed, told investigators Seth Kenny, who supplied some of the ammunition used on Rust, also had live ammo. Thel Reed says those real bullets were used on a prior production they both worked on and may match the ammunition found on the set of rust. Officers searching Kenny's prop shop on Tuesday night, finding suspected live ammo. Neither Kenny nor Thel Reed responded to our request for
0: comment. I think back, and I think of what could I have done.
3: If you're gonna trust me too. I mean, what?
0: When the prop
4: gun was fired, the bullet struck the film's director, Joel Souza, and killed 42-year-old cinematographer Helena Hutchins. With no charges filed this morning, authorities are still working to pinpoint who is ultimately responsible. Investigators say Hannah Gutierrez-Reed told them that she loaded and locked up the prop gun in a safe before the crew took a lunch break. Once they returned, she says she admits she didn't, quote, really check the firearm too much before it was fired. Meanwhile, her attorneys are pointing back to how the live rounds got onto the set in the first place. Guys, back to you.
6: My goodness. All right, yeah.
1: Miguel Almaguer, thank you. Still,
2: so many questions. I
1: know, Still, so many questions. Yeah. Still thinking about this for a while. Mm-hmm.
0: Coming up next, she started writing music for her mental health. Now, this rising star has a message she's sharing with millions of fans. Carson Daly, be here with that story. Then later, a military veteran who made history on Wall Street. Her new mission to lift up other women with some help from a Hollywood star. Third hour of today, we'll be right back.
2: We are back with one of our favorite series here Mind Matters and Carson's joining the table with a rising star whose mental health message is a big part of her music.
5: Yeah I'm so glad to be here with you guys thank you for having me and this is a good one because her name is Grace Gosted and when she was young it was Lady Gaga and her album Born This Way that inspired Grace to begin writing her own music. Well today in a full circle moment Grace is inspiring herself a generation all on her own in a powerful way. Take a look.
8: I'm a big believer that you have to sort of understand all the different people and all the past versions of yourself to understand who you are today. Every little event and every little thing we go through ultimately plays a role in creating, you know, the individual we see looking back in the mirror.
5: For 20-year-old singer-songwriter Grace Gusted, mental health has been something she struggled with for most of her life.
8: My parents were really on top of things. My mom was able to get me into therapy pretty young at about five or six. Do you think the
5: therapy that your mom put you in when you were really young uh, helped?
8: Absolutely, it gave me kind of a safe space to ask questions and, and get answers. And music kind of became my safe haven. I would go to school and I would sort of get through the day and then I'd come home and I would write music or play music for three, four, five hours.
5: Was that like your version of therapy because you were struggling with this anxiety and haven't for a long time, or was that the first step in you trying to be an artist, a musician?
8: Yeah, it really started there, and so I, I loved writing music and I still do because it gives me, um, an ability to tell a story or, uh, you know, explain a situation in a completely different way than someone usually would.
5: Today, Grace turns to music not only to help herself but to inspire others. Her videos have over six million views on YouTube and she just released her debut album, Black Box, What Are You Hiding?
8: I was reading an article and it was discussing a black box that's found in an airplane when it crashes. So I was thinking, you know, what if we have these metaphorical black boxes inside of us that when we open them up, we can understand all our pain, our trauma, but nonetheless also get all the answers to our healing as well. It definitely was one of those things that, um, made me feel uh, a lot better and also forced me to acknowledge a lot of things that I don't think I I would have acknowledged had I not written the project. Red was the first time I have ever um, openly written about my sexuality. I can't even tell you how many um, people I've had message me saying it helped them sort of come to terms with their own sexuality. Seeing those messages just makes you think, wow, I did something right.
5: And tell me about Jupiter. Jupiter seems to be some sort of like love letter to yourself.
8: Yes, Jupiter is a love letter to my younger self. A lot of the things that I wish I could have told my younger self, I talked about in Black Box. The body dysmorphia or the learning disability or the depression. I just wish I could go back and tell little Grace that it was going to be okay, that she wasn't always going to feel this way. And even with the feelings she was going to have for the rest of her life, there are ways to get through them. There are ways to cope. There are ways to, you know, talk about them.
5: And what do you want your fans who are at one of your shows and they're experiencing your music or they're listening to it, what do you want them to most take away from the music that you've written?
8: We all go through so many of the same things. And if we don't talk to one another about them and if we're not honest with ourselves and the world, it never gets better. I want to create that. THAT ENVIRONMENT THAT'S FULL OF LOVE AND and SELF-ACCEPTANCE, AND I WANT TO SHOW PEOPLE THAT THERE ARE SO MANY PEOPLE IN THE WORLD THAT FEEL JUST LIKE YOU, THAT ARE JUST LIKE YOU. IT'S JUST ABOUT FINDING THEM.
5: Well, YOU MAY NOT KNOW Mm -hmm. GRACE'S NAME NOW, BUT I THINK SHE'S ONE OF THE MOST IMPORTANT uh, NAMES IN RISING MUSIC RIGHT NOW SIMPLY BECAUSE SHE HAS JUST REALLY put her whole life out there in this project mm-hmm. that's called blackboxproject.org, and it not only, um, you know, for, there's so many young people who are suffering in silence, I was one of them, there's not a lot of places to go, mm-hmm. uh, and for parents, this is the sort of artist you can get behind, because she's created this music, and with that music, uh, it, there's there's actual resources and and, and places that, that young people in particular can go to find help. Oh, that's wow. so good. You know, good. as we try and break the stigma of mental health, it's artists like this that are so important, of course, like Lady Gaga, like she referenced. Yeah, it would be
0: great for parents to watch this yes. as well, so that they can start a Mm-hmm. With their kids
5: about we were going to be airing an extended chat uh, with Grace at 12:30 p.m. Eastern on Popstar Plus. If you'd like to join that, we encourage you to do so. That's on Today all day, and you can find that conversation on our past stories at today.com/mindmatters. So
1: important, Carson Grace yeah. Gaston. Remember creating. the name, yeah, Grace
2: Gaston. That's it.
1: You can Got remember it. Grace. That is for sure. Good all God. right, thank, thank you, Carson. Thanks. Coming up next, a veteran CEO and leader who is helping other women break through with some help from a very famous friend, and then later, Rachel Dratch and Anna Gasteyer are live to tell us. About the inspiration behind their new hilarious holiday comedy. How great is it, Al?
0: Oh, it's fantastic. They're the Cluster <laughs> Funk sisters. what <laughs> they call it. We'll be right back. You said funk,
2: by the way. Funk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This morning in our series, Impact Thursday, a woman who always knew her legacy was to lead. She is an Army veteran turned CEO who has spent a lifetime breaking down barriers. Now she's empowering the next generation of female leaders.
9: Everything I've ever done in my life, it wasn't because I thought I could do it. It is that I knew that I would do it.
1: Serial entrepreneur, investor, and military veteran, Phyllis Newhouse always
9: knew she was meant to lead. At a young age, I was told by my father, You're going to be a leader. And I never thought I wouldn't be a leader. Newhouse's days
1: of leadership began when she served in the U.S. Army, heading up a cyber espionage task
9: force under the late General Colin Powell. Who was he to you? He was just an extraordinary leader. And he says, You didn't get the job because you were the most qualified, you got the job because you had the greatest potential to lead.
1: After serving for 22 years, Newhouse retired from the military and turned to entrepreneurship.
9: I started thinking I'm not walking out of the military thinking failure, I'm walking out of the military thinking, let's go, let's do it.
1: And she did. In 2002, Newhouse first led a cybersecurity firm. Then years later, the Army veteran stepped into the world of finance, co-founding Athena Technology Acquisition Corporation. It's a special purpose acquisition company, or SPAC, a way for businesses to go public without going the traditional IPO route. I think sometimes we see or we hear about the world of finance and we just don't see ourselves as women, as people of color. How did you break down that door? How did you get in that room to start to understand?
9: You have to become a student of the game in order to play. And then eventually you will own the game. And so you get to rewrite the rules. That's what's happening now. We're rewriting the rules in business.
1: Newhouse is rewriting history too. this past March, Athena closed a $250 million IPO, making it the only SPAC on the New York Stock Exchange listed with a black female CEO.
9: The first time I went up to ring the bell, my mom said to me, one thing I want you to keep in mind, you're not ringing the bell for yourself, you're ringing the bell for women who could not ring the bell because they didn't have the opportunity I stepped out on that stage I knew that I was ringing that bell so loud for that four-year-old that 90-year-old that had gone before me and so that's how significant it was to do that
1: it's all a part of Newhouse's passion to connect and empower other female entrepreneurs a mission she shares with friend and Academy Award-winning actress Viola Davis
9: Tell me your connection with Viola Davis. I was up for Entrepreneur of the Year. Viola Davis was the keynote speaker at the last event. And then right after that, I was told, we have a schedule of a private lunch with you and Viola Davis. I was like, girl, I ain't got time to go to lunch with Viola Davis. I got to get hair and makeup done. And my nieces were there, and they said, are you kidding me? It's Viola Davis. I go to lunch with her, and within an hour, she says, we're going to be friends for life. Fast forward two weeks later and she said sometimes you can have all the money in the world and no one hears your voice. And she said sometimes your voice is loud but you don't have money to back it up. But what if we leverage that. What if we brought those two worlds together. Now we got change.
1: So in 2019 Newhouse and Davis launched their nonprofit organization shoulder up providing women with the resources to inspire the next generation of leaders when you walk into a room and you're the only one who looks like you do you notice it anymore do
9: you accept it and keep it moving whether I'm the only person of color whether I'm the only woman whether I'm only vet or whatever that only is be comfortable in who you are and what you are because the moment you walk in that room you just made it a better place for other people to be as well Mm.
1: Let me tell you something. I walked away so inspired. Phyllis, if you're watching this morning, you changed me. I promise you that. Phyllis is all about sharing the wealth of information she has with others. She calls them giving out her rocks, ROC, resources, opportunities, or connections to help bring women to the table. And she's made connections herself. She mentors people like Serena Williams. I said, please, can I stay in your pocket? So hopefully I'm on that list now. Stacey Abrams is an investor in one of her her SPACs. So just an all-around impressive woman. Um, It was one of those things where you walk away and it's like, okay, this woman is really blazing trails. Yes, she yeah. is. Colin Powell, Powell, when he tapped her and saw that potential in her. He picked well. Yeah, he did. Wow. He did.
0: Well, coming up next, former SNL stars Anna Gasteyer and Rachel Drash teaming up once again. They're live, telling us all about their new... Christmas comedy. Then later, another great duo. <laughs> that's right. Jill Martin and Alejandro Ramos have some great gifts they love, from personalized pics to kitchen pans that are blowing up the social media, the Twitter and the interwebs. The social media? The, social the media. interwebs. They're and blowing C-A- up the, the grab of the Insta. <laughs> Third so hour will continue. address that's that worldwide web thing? That social media. Unbelievable.
2: We'll be right back.
1: Just making jokes already. We are back with two seriously funny friends, Anna Gassire and Rachel Dratch. Kept us in stitches for years. That's you on Saturday Night Live. Well, now
2: they have teamed up again. They've created a new comedy. It's it's a, a Cluster Funk Christmas. That's right. You have to slow down and say funk it. Funk Christmas. They play the Cluster Funk sisters <laughs> who run a
0: quaint inn in a small town in Maine. So when a young businesswoman from the big city comes to town, they try to figure out why. <laughs>
10: I'm not just here for the upcoming bonfire fest,
6: as lovely as it seems. Let me guess, you came to get away from the breakneck pace of your life as an
11: executive in the city. No. (laughs) I am- Got fired? No. Widowed? No. Runaway bride? No. You inherited a bookstore here in town? No. You're a single mom whose husband ditched out on the family, and now you're here to meet up with a single dad whose wife ditched out on his family so you can blend both families together by Christmas? You came to run a Christmas children's chorus and find your own voice in the process? You have amnesia, wandered into town by accident, and won't remember your identity till Christmas morning? Oh, Uh, it's so good! I don't know if I've ever clapped for a
1: trailer for a TV. (laughs) This
0: this movie is about as funny as it gets. It 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 is a perfect parody of every Hallmark Lifetime Christmas movie. That I mean, but you wanted it to be a a, a loving parody. Yes. Yes. How did you come? I mean, because it's like you you got the playbook down perfectly.
11: That is- well, we did get the playbook down probably because, well, Anna's friends with um, this woman, Danielle Von Zernick, who is our producer, but... Ended up being our producer. She's
6: produced some Hallmark and Lifetime movies, and she put us together with um, a a writer actually who's written over twenty Christmas uh, holiday movies. So we, Rachel and I, both feel strongly about parody being extremely accurate Mm -hmm. to really succeed. And we wanted to create kind of the airplane of the cheesy TV holiday Christmas movie, so (laughs) airplane to the disaster movie, and have fun with it. You know, and we knew that if we had the structure right, we could have a good time. And the other thing is, what's part of the comfort food of these movies is that. There's really no question, like, is the couple going to get together? Right. Like, yeah. They don't want to ruin it,
11: <laughs> but they do. They do. But, yeah. <laughs>
6: and, and guess what? She gives up her big city job. And, I mean, and it's and I mean, she you has have the spirit it. of Christmas in the process. Because everyone love, guys. Everyone wins, love. yes. So.
2: And, the, and the dirty little secret about a lot of those Homework movies is that they're filmed in Canada. Yes. And, oh, yes. and, and you guys decided to actually yes. film in Canada. But yeah. in the summer.
11: To do because right. they're all in July and in Vancouver. Vancouver. And yeah. Danielle, who, who's done a lot of these real ones, she had the whole like Christmas mechanism yeah. set up there. So there's warehouses there filled with Santas and bows. And, yeah, right. <laughs> Santas and, and bows. Snow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we wanted to is get... Is true?
6: It's yeah. true. There's a huge Christmas system up there. I mean, everybody... Yeah. Every, there's all a snow of person. person. No just person. does the snow. It's a Christmas yeah. movie factory. It really yeah. is. And, and we're um, in July. It was in July, and there was a heat wave, so that was fun to wear down parkas. And wigs. And wigs. But, yeah, we wanted also, like, there's all these kind of... Secret. We wanted to sort of hit every trope. Like mm-hmm. so if you were playing the drinking game of, of holiday TV movies, you were drunk by the second act. So. Is
0: it true <laughs> that there's got to be a Christmas item? Yes. In every scene of every yes. of, of these movies. Wait, really? That's what we learned. So the it, phrase is yeah, Christmas, in Christmas in every, every shot. shot. Yeah. You know, is
1: that Christmas that's a thing?
6: Shot. Yeah, that is. So literally everywhere you look in one of these movies, our movie, we did it on purpose. There's always uh, a little bit of red and green or magic or tinsel, and like you have to before they call action. So <laughs> in every frame. Every Christmas in every frame. So um there's. A lot of like fun secret rules to the to that's the playbook fun. that we had a great time. Give us another secret with. rule. Um, well, we brought we tried to hit as many tropes as we possibly could. We obviously had the the city executive who give you know who yeah. Who
11: chucks her city life to go to a small town meets a hunky insert small town profession here. It's usually he a lumberjack. They <laughs> have a lumberjack. Good, a fix it. Oh, my God, oh and then there's so rules funny. about like they almost touch here but then they don't. They don't. And then yeah. and they're, gonna the again, and they're gonna kiss at the end again not to ruin it. You can't, can't yeah. kiss until <laughs> the credits. One of the things the
0: heroine meets a couple, uh, uh, she, the wife is Asian, the, the guy is, is, is black, and, they, and he said, well, we're just, we're color. We're we're colorful,
11: colorful representations. representations. Ah, that's cute. <laughs> that's
0: the yeah. name of their story. Just
6: they work, they, I love they, it. They yeah. work yeah. in a little a kiosk. A kiosk. <laughs> you yeah, they, they guys did. are uh, funny. You know, look, the, the genre's evolving. Obviously, it's 2021, but really the lion's share of the library of these do have, like, these snowy ivory-white casts. They have very, they're very limited in their representation, there's always like the gay friend that you're like not sure if he's gay, but maybe he is gay,
11: but probably do he's want to get and the- then he says, like, I'd love to be your Platonic confidant while you're in town." Yeah, <laughs> that kind we, of have we have a Platonic you confidant, we have a You have it all. Yeah. Wait, I want to squeeze platon- this in because it. you also
6: wrote some new Christmas songs for this. Is that right? Well, so one of the things about these movies is they're made for five dollars. So nobody can nobody can afford the, the rights. The real songs. Right. To any of these real songs, but everybody wants Jingle Bell Rock or like a okay. well known one. So we they all start with a pretty bad and obvious knockoff. So we wrote Jangle Bell Shake. Okay. Our opening credits. And then they couldn't afford... Mar- we say it in the movie, you can't afford Mariah Carey's... Uh, All I Want for Christmas. Christmas. So we have Shania Gary's All I'll Have for, for Christmas, Christmas is Fruit. <laughs> it has a great message about health during the holidays yeah. in addition to being a lot of fun.
2: The bosses the bosses, would be upset if we didn't ask you about the new NBC comedy.
6: Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, American me. American Auto. American Auto, yes. yes. The, the, our overlords. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, no, it's, it's great. It's a new comedy on NBC. It's coming. Um, there'll be a sneak preview after The Voice, actually. There's... Uh, the first two episodes on December 13th. Well done. Um, it's created by Superstore creator Justin oh, Spitzer, fellow so awesome. Wildcat. Go Cats. And, um, <laughs> and it's great, it's set in an, uh, a, a big automotive, uh, Organization Pain Motors. I play the new female CEO. I come from big pharma. I don't know a lot about cars, and I have questionable morals. But anyway, oh. we'll see. But was in that, that, show. Yeah. that in was a, a great <laughs> summation. Oh, you God. guys are such a great duo. <laughs> so oh, fantastic. My we, are honor. we do have <laughs> fun. You, we, we, you cluster funk. <laughs> my, my my sister cluster funk. Oh yeah, we didn't even say we play the old spin Oh yeah, that's right, you're the, the old Spins. The cluster funk.
0: will there be another one? Of course, there you go. Maybe cluster funk Christmas premiere. This Friday, I just love saying that on Comedy Central.
6: Do
1: mess oh, and you mess know up holiday movie, right? You, you know, it's, it's good when movies. everyone in the studio is smiling.
6: You know Yay. what I mean? Like it's just you
1: bring good vibes. How can you tell they're not wearing it's masks? It's a
6: feel-good parody. It's yeah, not supposed to make people go. <laughs>
1: Thank you, guys. All right, Thank coming you. up next. See, they're smiling. Look at this. See, these are our cluster Jill fun. Jill Martin. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I have that pan. No, you don't. I do. They're going to share some gifts they love, including <laughs> that pan. Apparently, it's red hot on Instagram. It screen. is. Yeah. I can attest to its greatness. Okay, there you go. And yeah. like some jewelry, We're all the baseball. good stuff. Also, the best books to read this month, from page-turning fiction to something great for kids. We'll be right back. Cluster funk. <laughs> Come you on over.
0: May, you may enter. Yeah, there you go. Hey, if you're still looking for the perfect present, today's episode of our streaming show, Shop Today, is all about gifts we love.
1: And we have twice the fun this morning. Today, lifestyle and commerce contributor Jill Martin has some personalized gifts for you today with that QR code. And then today, contributor and food expert Alejandro Ramos has some must-have kitchen items.
2: We'll get to the kitchen items in a second. Uh, Scan the QR code, by the way, on your screen to see all of these pics. Take out your smartphone, put it up to the QR code. Uh, Ladies, good morning. Good morning. 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 Let's start with you and these personalized gifts. So
12: I have a lot of gifts this week, but I'm like, everyone stay home, it's cold, just shop. I got you covered. Scan that QR code. So these are personalized items today. Now, these I love. Why? They are from Mark and Graham. They're monogram. They're stemless wine glasses. They are shatterproof. They are plastic, and they are dishwasher safe. And you don't have to put jam on them. You can put your oh, own. <laughs> okay.
13: <But if>
9: <laughs> yeah, all, these are a special deal
12: if your name's... Yeah, so $49 plus the personalization, but what a great gift. That's a cute gift. Yeah, sure. Yes. And you could get them in different pastels. This is a win. Oh, mm-hmm. Like, you can't... These necklaces here, you yeah. can't go wrong. So this is... You could do it for yourself, for your child. You can yeah. layer them, your significant other. Jennifer Miller sees the initial necklaces. It's $85. We have a Today All Day discount, so $85 today. They're gold-plated with cubic zirconia. They're oversized. They're supposed to be. It's, they're oh, fun. Yeah. They're they're really fun. It's, you know what? Let's have some fun. I agree. Let's have, have two years. So Who's Pogo?
2: Okay. Who's Pogo? Okay.
12: Pogo <laughs> is a random pet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <is> a <laughs> pet. Okay. Somebody's dog. This <laughs> is what happens. It's Impersonate Me Custom Pet Portrait, $70. So it fits up to four pets depending on the number of pets you have. Mm-hmm. You upload the photo, uh, then an artist for two hours about will spend sketching your dog Wow! and then send More you hat. the picture cute. with the name on it either that's on cute. canvas yeah. Or quality paper. That's a good gift. Is that would be That's great, great, great for pepper that. for the Oh, yes. I'd love it. That's really cute. I'm handing it over. Everybody <laughs> is talking about this
1: flatware. Please yeah. yeah. have. kitchen gadgets? you up talk on Instagram. With I have i all the time. Yeah, let me see on the
10: inside. Instagram. Instagram, darling. This is the Always Pan from Our Place. And I know Craig has this one at home. I do. You love it? I love it. This pan That's is designed, the brand says it's designed to replace eight pieces of cookware in your kitchen. So it's like a fry pan, a skillet, a saucepan, a saucier. It's a, steamer. Also, yeah, a steamer. Yeah, a steamer. It's got the steamer back in there, and it also comes with a, such a spatula, and this right here is a built-in spoon rest, so it stays oh. right on the whole time. Oh. So cool. Everything you need. It's a really great gift for someone who's setting up their first kitchen. Oh, look at the little pink married. one. Yeah. And it's, it's not like, terribly
2: it. expensive, either. How, How much, much
10: is it? No, like it's, 40. it's pretty great price. It's, it's, a, it's like one-something, one, so it's okay. a little bit, but it's replacing eight pieces of cookware. One-forty-five. One one and it's absolutely gorgeous. making
0: Christmas cookies?
10: Talking gorgeous. I love my kitchen gadgets to be beautiful. This is great. Jones, little Ooh, sheet pan. Exactly. It's yes. I mean, <laughs> that's what we call great show. cookies for, for great Jones. Mm, uh, so this good. is fantastic. They come in these beautiful colors. This is the raspberry. It's a nonstick ceramic. So great. This can go from the stovetop to the oven and into the dishwasher. No fuss cleaning. Are you making me a cup of tea, there, Ted? That's a beautiful. That's Isn't good. this gorgeous? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A goose snack. Kettle from Bodum. So fantastic. This is, whether you're a coffee drinker, a tea mm-hmm. drinker, that gooseneck is perfect for those pour-over coffees, Love but it. you can use it for just about anything. It's cozy season. It's that's like right? a Unif- waterbed. Yeah. Yes. It's cool looking, too. It's a good. Yeah. It's cool looking. It also comes in stainless steel, so no matter what your kitchen style is, you can mm-hmm. find something that'll work perfectly. Does it come in different colors? It comes in the black, the matte black, so and then a stainless steel. So any color you like, steel. as long as it's black. As long as you like black or okay. stainless okay. steel, Al, we've got yeah. you covered. Yeah. And yeah. This, uh, this little cork candle doesn't yeah. get hot, which is really nice. I like this a lot. You yeah, all right, all right. It. it's a win. This was nice, yeah. these are
1: easy. I like
2: them all, <laughs> and these cookies. <laughs> those cookies. Oh, the cookies those do are. not come with
10: them. Rockstar Katie made these cookies. <laughs> of course, cookies. Katie made these cookies. Katie's <laughs> uh, Again, <laughs>
2: ladies and gentlemen, to shop these picks, text GIFTS. <laughs> oh, shoot. GIFTS, 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 <laughs> GIFTS to the number below. There, where's the number? Oh, there it is, right there. It's you? It's 34318. 34318. You need my CVS
1: readers? <laughs> Be sure to check out the shop Oh, you kids, get off Craig's lawn! Oh, my gosh. Oh Guests we love on our streaming channel today all day throughout the day, beginning at 10 a.m. And just so you know, Today works with affiliate partners and earns a commission on purchases made through the links at today.com.
0: Well, coming up next, you first you'll laugh, then you'll cry, and you'll read. Best-selling author Luman Alam has his book picks, and we're gonna find out about his book Mm -hmm. that's being turned into a movie starring Julia Roberts. And then tomorrow, music star Darren Chris, live in studio with a special holiday treat. Third hour of today will be right back. I love him. Yeah, I think
12: so. And I really
6: Hi everyone, I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained.
1: To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Chris Pine to talk about a career that has taken him from Star Trek to Wonder Woman, and now the new film he wrote, directed, and stars in called Pool Man. You can get our conversation for free wherever you download your podcasts.
2: Few things better than curling up on a cold day with a great book, and folks, we've got you covered. We've got some must-reads for this
1: month. Ah, yes. Here to share them is best-selling author Ruman Alam. His novel *Leave the World Behind* was a 2020 National Book Awards finalist and a Read with Jenna Book Club pick, and it is available on paperback now.
0: Now you can scan the QR code to see all of Roman's selections right now. And let's get into this, Ruman. But but before we go into your your picks, uh, this is so exciting about your book getting turned into a Netflix film with with.
13: Julia Roberts? It's one of the most exciting things that's happened to me professionally because when you have an actor like Julia Roberts you just don't have to worry. You just say like okay your book is your baby but you're trusting it to such a great performer so what could be better?
1: I know I'm excited to see you. Congratulations. You're in good hands. All right so let's dig into some of your picks here. Your first book explores a mother and son relationship Um, right?
13: You know I think that We all know that we keep secrets from our parents, Mm -hmm. and I think what we don't always know is that our parents keep secrets from us. Mm. This is such a beautiful (laughs) book about a mother and son. The son in this book, Akash, is a songwriter, Okay. and so there's also this kind of undercurrent of 90s R&B. So it's this great cultural touchstone for readers of a certain generation. It's such a beautiful family read. I really loved this book. It's
1: called Tell Me
2: How to Be. Tell Me How to Be by Neil
13: Patel, superb. So the next book
2: I see there, it's not just beautiful, Um, Um, it's not just a coffee table book. This is uh, wow. a
13: nonfiction read by one of my favorite directors ever. Absolutely. I mean, Spike. I, I'm just going to call Spike Lee Spike, because yes. the book yes. invites us to. Um, I think this book reminded me what a major cultural figure Spike yes. Lee is, and it's this beautiful document of his entire filmography. It's extraordinarily intimate. It's almost like looking at the family to see it inside photo Like album. big pictures and stuff. There are, there are still, the photos were taken by his brother. Yes, and there are photos. Oh, look at this! Can, the, can they the see that? Just a it's bit? just an absolutely beautiful book that really gets you inside. The life of a, a major working artist and is that Rosario is oh, yeah. You know, I left yeah, this book on my dining table, and my both of my kids were like, "Who are all these cool yeah, people?" Yeah, that's good. You know, that's good. That's terrific. That's now, good. for
0: younger readers, uh, you've got a graphic novel, which I love.
13: I do, and I think that many parents watching understand uh, that the appeal of the graphic novel for certain readers. Wendy Shu is the author of this book. It's called Tide Song. The only endorsement I need to. T- Give you is that my younger son read this book on the subway. How old is he? He's nine years old. Can I have that book? He, here you GO. <laughs> he read Sorry. it cover to cover on the subway. It's a great book about dragons and magic and oh, that's you know, great. Like, this yeah. is so beautiful this is right up our at. alley. Extra extra great. It's called
1: yeah, Tide Song. Tide
13: Song, okay. sure.
1: well, we're always curious to know about what authors are reading. And your current read is a beautiful family story,
13: oh, right? Gosh. It is um, I'm reading a book by a writer named Miriam Taves. Okay. It's called Fight Night. And you wouldn't think it's possible to write a book about a family grappling with the legacy of mental illness that is also hilarious Mm. but miriam is such a beautiful and funny writer she really locates the comedy in difficult life in difficult life situations it's a book about a grandmother and a granddaughter and their relationship it's really funny, it's really lively. I recommend it so highly. It's a good
0: one. I want this next book, uh, David Sedaris.
13: You do want this next book, especially, you know, I think over the holidays when you want something to dip into. A carnival of snackery. And it, that's kind of how the book feels, <laughs> okay. like a delicious snack that you can sort of keep going back mm-hmm. to over and over again. Obviously, Sedaris is... a fans know that he writes about his own life yes. a lot. And this is an even more intimate look at sort of his daily life. You get to see how his mind works, what he's observing in the world around him. And if you know his essays, you kind of connect these intimate stories about his life and his family mm-hmm. to the work that he's published.
0: But these are the laugh out loud funny.
13: Everything he does is so funny, yeah. you know? And I think that this time of year, you kind of need a break. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of serious, worthy nonfiction, but mm-hmm. I thought maybe it'd be worth talking about something that is a little less serious, Absolutely. a little more fun. Mm-hmm. You
1: know why I love these segments? Because you guys are just rock stars in your own right. I mean, hello, you've got this book going on Netflix, but then you still pour into your fellow authors and promote their I mean, books as well. I mean, I think
13: that's it's one so of my good. favorite things is reading. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. of course, I'd love to talk about yeah. other writers. We love oh, it. Oh, thank you, thank so, you much. Thank really so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. And for
0: more on these titles and a bonus nonfiction read, head to today.com slash shop. Third Hour Today will be right back.
1: A book for the
0: kiddos. Tomorrow, the third hour of today, Oscar winner
2: JK Simmons joining us live in studio. Up next, though, on Hoda and Jenna, the surprising do's and don'ts of decorating your Christmas tree.
1: If you want to catch up on anything you missed from our show or all four hours of today, just download the Today Podcast. We you, hope
9: you you we'll escape see you tomorrow. Us. You escape <laughs> us.
1: Hoda and Jenna have an awesome show coming up in just a bit. And in the meantime, have a fantastic day.
0: Bye-bye.